Welcome to RV Out West. I'm your host, Brooks. My family of fours base camp is located in the beautiful Pacific Northwest, and our RV adventures radiate out from there. Please grab a mug of coffee and join us as we discuss RVing around the American West. From sweet camping spots, gear and equipment, to tips and tricks, we've got you covered. We are RV Out West. Inspired by a scenic location under the trees and surrounded by the Oregon High Desert, the Northwest Nomads Gathering encourages attendees to disconnect from the outside world and experience an unforgettable weekend in September. Hosted at Rock Horse Park Campground, this place overlooks the magnificent Fort Rock Mar Volcano that is also on the fringe of three national forests on the northwest shore of the Great Basin Steppe. Joining us today is Ashley and Jordan, the two nomads who have built this incredible gathering of like-minded adventurers. Thank you both so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, we're excited. Will you guys please share a bit about yourselves? You want to go ahead? Sure. I started my nomad lifestyle. Um, I built out a short schoolie a couple years ago now, and I've been on the road ever since then. And then Jordan and I met in Arizona and he was traveling in a van and we've pretty much been together ever since. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so, um, I kind of traveled to Oregon a lot of, you know, I was kind of living in a van before it was cool before we had the van life stuff, but it was on and off. And then I just kind of, the lifestyle made sense to me. So I just mostly, you know, I travel around us a little bit, but I mostly kind of just travel around Oregon. I hit the road, like, you know, went down to Arizona and started traveling around. Like she said, we met from there. We just kind of hit it off, started traveling together. Um, and then we decided to kind of start Northwest Nomads. And and uh, I had a small uh, apparel company called Beyond Wild kind of just getting started. So we kind of just meshed our lives together and just started working on stuff. Are you both Oregonian natives, born and raised or... No, so I was I was born born in Oregon, raised in Oregon, um, in Ashley, uh, from Florida. Florida. Yeah. So tell me a bit about then. Share with me now about Northwest Nomads. I just stumbled upon your Instagram, got all jazzed about it. Yeah. So, well, I, I guess it all started for me. Um, you know, when the pandemic kind of hit, and a lot of the van events weren't happening, like Descend on Bend, and there was one that, uh, in 2019 bus fair that was really cool. Um, you know, and they, they started just shutting down, not happening, you know, so we, a, a few friends and myself wanted to put something together just to kind of give, give back a little bit to the community and let, let some people come and just like, you know, get a break from all the craziness. So we did a thing called Wolfpack Roundup. Um, and that was kind of like a one year, one, one off kind of thing. And we went, uh, you know, I think, uh, Isaac's building buses, Brad's got uh, van life rx you know and, and then now we're doing doing our thing but that's kind of where the the idea kind of sparked for me and then just talking to her um we kind of like i threw the idea out there and she liked it and we decided to kind of start our own in a way of what we think um a van uh, a van gathering or nomadic gathering should be not well not necessarily should be but you know just kind of our take on it um, so that's kind of where the idea was born and we just kind of ran with it. And, yeah. and, uh, the first year was amazing. We had a lot of great people come out. Um, it was, it was awesome to see so many people just come together and just a positive kind atmosphere that, I mean, it was great. It yeah. Was really it's great. cool. Cause I feel like 
with ours, we keep it fairly small in occupancy. And it was nice that you actually got to see like friendships be made and, and people who, who traveled together for so long afterwards. That was really cool to see. For those listeners who are not familiar, and this is the first time they're hearing all about Northwest Nomads, explain to me kind of day-to-day what activities and the event and kind of give me a description of what it was like. So our event is five days, four nights. Yeah. So we, we like to have, other than people just coming out, meeting meeting good people, creating friendships and stuff like that and leaving with a good time. We also want people to kind of be able to leave with some sort of knowledge, whether that's, um, you know, uh, kind of some how to's if they're trying to grow a YouTube channel or their Mm -hmm. Instagram channel uh, or whether they're they've got a build that they're halfway done with and they need some pointers. Or even if they run a business, we do we do a little market makers market every day and people have the opportunity to set up and show their craft and get some money or something you know yeah we just want to what we're trying to do is is support the community and give them kind of a platform because yeah you know i've met a lot of good friends in the in the nomadic community and people that have that like i meet we hit it off and like they're like family now you know and then Mm -hmm. ashley and i we met on the road you know like just so many good things for us have come out of the nomadic lifestyle so we also want to kind of give a platform for people to experience kind of the same things that we've been able to experience you know so that's that's kind of what we're trying to create with northwest nomads you know and then and like like i was saying you know let them take something other than just good times and friendship but also information from from the event you know we're just trying to give as much uh, values as, as we can. Last year we had an off-grid electrical class and there was people out there taking notes. So it does, I hope, at least help somebody. If anybody has ever had a question, hopefully it got answered. We also had a build class and Shane Dennis actually bought brought two vans, mm-hmm. one that he was actually building out for a project. So that was really cool for people to see, oh, mm-hmm. that that's cool. Like, why didn't I think of that? Right. Interesting. Okay. This is going to be your second year doing Northwest Nomads. Explain to me how your positioning and thinking that Northwest Nomads is different than Descend on Bend. So I, I will say that Descend was one of the first gatherings. I, ca- I came across their thing on YouTube and it didn't like, I was like, I got to go check this out. And, and I did. And I, I started to see a lot of, a lot of great things in it. And then, but, but one thing that I was like, man, like, you know, there's so many people, which it's awesome. You know, I, I love to send on Ben, but there's so many people. And I found myself like feeling like I was going to miss out on things. If I'm over here, what am I, what am I missing? You know? So I kind of felt like a, you know, like I'm just running around and, and like a chicken, you know? <laughs> and uh, so what we kind of wanted to do with ours is we don't ever have the plans to make ours really more than, than like, I don't know, you know, 500 people, you know, we want it to be small. So you can create um, friend like at this end, I find myself like I'd go there and, and I would meet somebody I'm like, Oh, hey, that was a really cool person. And I, I wouldn't see him again, you know, um, at our event, you know, we had a lot of people talking about how it was great that, mm-hmm. you know, they can run into somebody, um, have good conversations with pretty much strangers that are, you know, deeper than just surface level. And then they're able to, you know, kind of see them again and interact with them. Yeah, you were were able to get to know somebody, I feel like. Yeah. 
Um, just in that smaller setting. Yeah. So that's kind of something we want to do with ours is just keep it, keep it small because we, we want to make sure that that family community vibe uh, yeah. stays there. That's, that's the, that's yeah. our main goal is to make sure that, that, uh, you know, it just, it feels like a family. It feels like a community yeah. you know, where we're all there to kind of support each other and help each other out, you know? Let me ask you a bit about logistics. Okay. Like, how did you decide where to host your event? Did you need to get special permits? Kind of what all is involved with putting on an event like this? Um, there's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can uh, imagine. Yeah. So we actually use, so it's uh, Rock Horse Park out off Highway 31 um, in, in Oregon. Fort Rock, Oregon. Yeah, Fort Rock. So it's a private event. It's actually or a private um space so it's actually a campground so they've got hookup sites and stuff like that they've already got like a stage there they've hosted some smaller events you know from i think like motorcycle get-togethers and all kinds of stuff and uh, a friend of ours in the past actually stumbled upon the place when we were when a few friends of mine were doing the wolfpack roundup and it, the location worked out great and and the people there you know they work with us we work with them um, so as far as like getting permits and stuff, we didn't really have to do that because it's a private, um, it's a mm -hmm. private campground, which worked out great for us yeah. because it's already got the spots. It's already got hookup sites, yeah. you know, something I, I mean, it's, it seems like something real little, but out there in the high desert, you know, they, they water their grass a lot. So it keeps it green. <laughs> so as little as that may be, it's nice to have some green grass around, you know, we reached out to some people that we knew in the community. Um, as far as, you know, like the, the classes, the off-grid electrical classes, the build classes, you know, reaching out to people that, that are on social media that, that know what they're doing. And fortunately enough, you know, people were very stoked to help us out yeah. and wanted to support us. That's kind of what it's about. That's, you know, that's one of the reasons why we're doing it. And we got the support that, that we were looking for. Let me ask you this. The music, was it always intended to have music? I feel definitely music was a must for me. I love live music and Northwest Nomads was a thought in both of our minds. The first artist, singer, music, anything I wanted entertainment wise was Cat Hall because I knew her from back home in Florida. And that kind of evolved to so many more connections that I found on the West Coast that I wasn't familiar with. And then it kind of turned into, well, every day we want a different kind of genre in music throughout the event. So it was like Laney Lou, perfect, like bluegrass, awesome to get the vibe going. And then we went into the second day was reggae where it was Cat Hall and Perfect by Tomorrow. And then we had Maddie Joy mm -hmm. yes. and a few other people who lived in bands. And now they, it we also had like open mic and people, we were so worried if people were gonna like, get into it or sign up for open mic and it was insane to see how many people were out there and signed up for open mic so it was kind of like the community again came in and yeah. supported us so out there being that you guys are all nomadic for the most part how is the internet and connectivity all right it's a little spotty like so i know like if you're using like square and stuff like that i think i'm pretty sure they have like an offline feature but um if they do and then they run it all when you get back yeah right yeah, yeah. but if you're uh you know if you kind of come out and you're planning on like hey i've got a lot of work to do and it's it's remote online stuff it's going to be a little tough um the service is is pretty spotty out there 
Um, Especially with everybody also trying to use what they could get at the same time. It's yeah. not, it's definitely not reliable. And we yeah. did have some people who asked, hey, I got to go work for a few hours. Am I able to come back in? And of course, yeah. you know, there you, you, you are able to re-enter if you need to go out into town to get some stuff for your van or yeah. food, groceries, small things like yeah. that. You're able to come back in. Yeah, but for the most part, we uh, come out and, and disconnect and play mm-hmm. right 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 and unplug and let's play forget about all the craziness of the world and uh you know forget about that for a few days and and uh, have some fun but mm-hmm. but we do understand you know there's some people out there that you definitely you know you got to work um so there i think uh, a few people there's some hills you know kind of people go out and go to the top yep. of the hill. find the ridge lines yep you know so it's it's stuff like that you know but definitely definitely no guarantee for if you if you have to uh, put in some hours and work, I did see because I was on your site. Tickets just recently went on sale. Mm-hmm. What are the different tiers and how that works? So we wanted to try to keep ours at a price where, for most people, it should be affordable. Like early bird tickets right now, sixty five bucks. We feel like that's a really fair price. You know, coming in and getting a parking spot for five days, four nights, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then general admission, will, it'll go up a little bit from there. And then the hookup sites, you know, I've never ran a campground or anything like that. I, I know there's uh, ways to go about how they price hookups, but, you know, I'm looking at that, too. And is, even as far as the hookup sites, you know, we're trying to keep those, you know, it, on the cheaper end, too, because we just want to give you know, everybody a chance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, like if you are vending, um, you know, and you need hookups, like, you know, I, I understand you, you know, you come out to a van, it's kind of, you know, depending on how you look at it, it could be like overhead for what you sell as far as the price for hookups, but we still don't want to make that really expensive. You know, it's, it's not about the money for us. It's, it's kind of more about um, the community and the experience. That being said, we obviously have to make a little bit of money because we need to keep the event going. Um, but we, we try to keep it at a, at a lower cost. So, you know, generally anybody can come, you know, did you get RV site? Did you get RVs that come came in your first year? Was it mostly, uh, vans and schoolies and, you know, pretty self-contained. Surprisingly, the, the hookup sites, yeah. people love those hookup sites. Yeah. Like we were unsure if the hookup sites would, yeah. would, uh, people buy them. Um, just cause we didn't know, you know, um, but yeah, we had a lot of a lot of vans and schoolies. But yeah, there were some people out there with RVs, trailers. Um, there was a lady out there. She had a uh, like a cargo trailer that was turned into you know like a camper trailer that was really cool. So, and that's another one of our things. It doesn't matter what you've got, mm-hmm. you know, whether you're a van or a bicycle with you know you're towing a little trailer on a bike. It, it doesn't really matter to us. Like everybody's everybody's welcome. But yeah, we had RVs and buses and and everybody out there. And then uh, yeah, the hookup sites. I mean. You know, those sold out. That's great. Uh, Let me ask you this. Where do you see Northwest Nomads in, say, seven years? We're definitely going to be there. You know, this is something we want to continue on for for a very long time. But we're more on the quality end instead of quantity. Like, we want to have a lot going on, but we also... So, in, in seven years, I'd say we're probably really honing in on making sure that the... Uh, guest experience is just elevated. Now that you've got your first year under your belt, and I want to hear from both of you, uh, what did you learn about yourselves 
after successfully putting on your first event? I think um, it made me realize how much of a hard worker I am because it was putting something together like that for the first time on that scale was definitely hard. It definitely has its hard moments, but seeing it come to life and seeing how much it paid off for me to see everybody else having a good time, I feel like that it was, that's what it was all about for me. I don't, you know, personally, I'm not, I feel like I'm always trying to learn things. And like throughout the last couple of years, you know, I think, you know, for me, something uh, I need to definitely learn is, um, you know, not that I'm an impatient person, but you know, when you have a lot going on like that and, and there's so much going on that you're trying to fix something here or get mm -hmm. something taken it's care of here. It's a lot of, of responsibility. You know, it is. And I think for me, the most thing that I've learned is to kind of no matter what is going on to just, you know, stay calm and, you know, just have patience with things. And that if you just give it your, your focus and attention that like, you know, if, if it's meant to be, it's going to be, and, and, you know, just take care of things with kindness and respect, you know, but yeah, overall, I'd have to say it's just kind of slowing my mind down and and being more patient with things, I think, is the most most thing that I'm learning. And that's just more of a general, you know, not even just this event, but, you know, because we have a lot of other stuff going on, too. I think it's just a, a general thing that I've lately in the last year or two been, you know, learning. And I feel like that's something that, you know, you're always going to be learning new things and, and things that you need to change or work on, you know? So yeah, just being open to that. Okay. As we we're getting close to wrapping up. So thank you guys both for sharing. Um, is there anything you can share with our audience as a teaser for this year's events? Um, I feel like there's going to be a lot. There's going to be more things going on throughout this year than there was last year, but that's all about evolving and knowing what exactly we want this year from last year. I think there's going to be much more activities, more classes that I'm really excited for. Um, and there's one particular thing that's still in the works that I would love to share, but I'm going to hold on to it for now. <laughs> fair enough. I want to ask too, last year, were there a fair amount of families there? Was this a pretty good, well-attended family event? So in there, there was, there was a, a, a few families there that had, you know, a handful of kids each. And mm -hmm. that for me was one of the things, you know, because that's what we're trying to create. We're trying to create um, a community and a platform for people. And we want families there. Yeah. Um, I want, know. I want the families to think that their kids are going to be safe here throughout the weekend too. Yeah. So it's, yeah, we definitely, we had some families there and, you know, uh, it was awesome. It kind of made it for me, you know, there was, uh, it was cool. There was um, a bunch of little kids out there, like, cause we have the maker's market and there's a bunch of kids out there with a table and they, they made their homemade lemonade and they yeah. were selling yes. lemonade. 
sold out, you know, sold out of their lemonade, you know? So it's like, it's, it's little stuff like that, that kind of makes it for me that, yeah. you know, we're, that we're like, okay, you know, we're, we're doing this. And, and the idea that we have, you know, there's other people out there too, that, that kind of have the same idea. And uh, I don't know, just those kids selling lemonade. I was, that was, that was, yeah, that, was awesome. that really stood out to me. Like, the essence of kind of like what we're what mm-hmm. we're wanting i'm a sucker for a kid's lemonade stand i will like veer across four lanes of traffic to stop and get lemonade so yeah i mean you know it was good lemonade too yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so all right well we're starting to kind of the, do the final wrap up so if listeners want to know more about northwest nomads where can they find you online how can they get in touch where can they learn more where can they follow etc yeah, you can find us on Facebook, uh, underscore Northwest Nomads on Instagram or the northwestnomads.com. All the information will be there. Cool. Well, Jordan and Ashley, thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day as you're getting ready and ramping up for this event. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to, to speak with me here on RV Out West. Thank you. Thanks yeah, for we having appreciate us. It, too. it was thank a you. lot of fun. In our next episode in two weeks, I'm going to share with you what we've now learned from our lessons on the road towing a travel trailer. We have had more than 50 nights a year camping in our trailer and have come a long way since our first trip in this Jayco trailer. I'm sure there will be a story or three to share. In the meantime, please be sure to share with your friends and family about this podcast and head over to Apple, Spotify, or Amazon Podcasts and leave this show a rating and a review. If you've not yet subscribed to the show, please do so, so that way you'll never miss an episode. If you have an idea for a topic you'd like me to discuss, please contact me at rv.out.west at gmail.com. Now, get out there, explore, and go see what's beyond the horizon. Thanks so much for listening to RV Out West. Join us again in two weeks with our next episode. Please like and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you choose to get your podcast so you never miss an episode. And I sure would appreciate it if you left a rating or a review of the show. Special thanks to Scott Holmes Music for providing the intro song, We Are One. RV Out West can be found on Instagram and Facebook where you can interact with us and follow along on our RV adventures around the Pacific Northwest. So get out there, explore, and go see what's beyond the horizon.